friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everybody, welcome to Roll for Combat Three Ring Adventure. It's our new podcast and we're going to be taking place in a fantasy world where our players are performers in a traveling circus. I'm your host and GM, Stephen Glicker, and like our other podcast, Dead Sons and the Fall of Plague Stone, expect episodes to be posted every week. This is our episode zero, where we're going to introduce you to the players, the concept of the world, how we're going to organize the podcast, and lots of other information that you're going to know about. So not only are we going to have the podcast coming out every week, we're also going to have a companion article that details the exploit of the adventure by our very own Jason McDonald, who's also on the Dead Sons and Fall of Plague Stone podcast. He's been doing this, well, for years now with his Talking Combat and Talking Plague Stone articles. So you get to actually read about the exploits every week after the podcast is posted. And you'll be able to find that on RollForCombat.com. But before I go any further, why don't I introduce the other players and have them introduce themselves. Vanessa, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm Vanessa Hoskins, uh, Paizo freelancer, New Direction host, and uh, blogger. And I'm going to be playing a character named Alhara Veris. She is a half-elf. She's an acrobat. And specifically, she is a swashbuckler gymnast. Uh, and she twirls around and jumps around and uh, uses you know, uneven bars and all sorts of fun stuff in the show and her various performances. Uh, and in combat, when it comes down to it, she uses her trusty quarterstaff or bow staff uh, as both a balancing implement and a weapon. I came up with this character idea of this sort of... Um, kind of lighthearted, free spirit, one of those sort of over-optimistic folks who doesn't think about the consequences of their actions too often. And she really likes to sort of just get into trouble, is very much the first person to explore somewhere new uh, or to to try something out. Socially, she's a little awkward. Uh, She tries her best to fit in, but usually ends up saying something dumb. I'm sure we can all relate to that. And yeah, she's just a really kind of fun character. One of the the things that is is best, as you'll find out, is I get to perform alongside my brother, played by another one of our wonderful cast, uh, and I'll let them tell you more about their character. I was um, inspired a lot to play this character, partially because for those of you who are role for combat veterans, you know that Celeste was a bit uptight, a bit finicky, uh, and I wanted somebody who could really get their hands dirty and didn't have the same sort of... I don't know, um, prissy anxiety issues that Celeste had. I wanted to, I wanted to go a different direction. Another thing that was really important to me is that this character is a transgender character. Uh, as many people may know, I'm a transgender woman myself. And I thought it was really important to use this opportunity, uh, to have just sort of a subtle representation of our community. It's not going to be a major issue in the plot, of course, but it's just, it's important that, you know, this is, uh, this is part of her and part of who she is. Rob T, do you want to go next? Hi, I'm Rob Tremarco. Uh, you may know me from such podcasts as this one, 
I was in the Fall of Plague Stone playing Cade Thistle Rot. And this time I'll be playing my new character, Darius Varus, brother to Alhara. He will be a monk. He will be a strength-based monk. His dexterity is nothing to speak of, but he's uh, going to be very much in the very ground-based, earth-based uh, stances a lot of the time. Uh, I like the versatility of the uh, the Pathfinder 2 monk possibilities build with all the different stances and types of tax and versatility that they kind of bring to the table. Darius himself is a, a, a mountain of love. He's nearly seven feet tall. He's humorous, gregarious, always smiling, very friendly, fond of wine, women, and song. He's a carouser, but he always does his best to help those around him. People look up to him both figuratively and literally, so he will do his best to kind of protect those who he sees as friends and, 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 and extended family. Uh, he loves his sister very much. He works with her in the circus. Uh, they have a, an act where they work together. I hope that will uh, be fun to do in the, uh, in the game showing how they, uh, their various strengths work together as one, an acrobat, and uh, myself uh, as Darius, a strength-based, you know, strong man of the circus. You know, the inspiration comes from, you know, in the movies where you have that, that kind of big lug of a hero who always tries to do his best, is really strong, but maybe not, you know, with a lot of finesse, but he covers it up with a smile and a laugh, and hopefully there'll be some long nights in a bar with him. Wait a second. You're you're playing yourself? Uh, a little. <laughs> my my imagine myself, but in shape. There you go, and even taller. with hair, and even, even taller, taller, and with hair. <laughs> I don't know if it's really role playing. It's more like role fantasy in this character. Hey, whatever works, man. Half of one, six of another. So we got a sister brother act. But we got a we got a kid sister in there, sort of. Lauren, why don't you introduce your character? So I'm Lauren Sig. I'm one of the players here at Roll for Combat and Fall of Plaguestone. And now this podcast, I also play at No Direction in the Stellar and Adventurous podcasts. For this adventure, I'm going to be playing Hap, just Hap. She doesn't know her last name. I'm a sorcerer with the elemental background. And I was left at the circus as a baby. I was taken in by Professor Zarlian Kaisophis, who was one of the fire eaters and now is the side cell manager. I really wanted to play a fire sorcerer because I remember this scene at the beginning of Lord of the Rings where Gandalf casts this really intricate fire dragon just for the purpose of entertainment. And I always thought that was really cool. I wanted a whole character based around that. So Hap is going to summon all of these fiery animals, fiery birds, maybe fiery dogs, maybe want to get high enough level of fiery element. There's all kinds of really neat fiery animals to uh, awe and inspire the crowd. While she was being raised, while she was real young, she made her way in the circus just by tending for the animals. That kind of helped give her that background as an animal lover. And then Professor Zarlian helped saw a little spark of magic in her eye. And, well, he helped foster her abilities since he's not a spellcaster himself. But as a fire eater, he did know a little something about how to inspire with fire. And she kind of looks up to Darius and Alara as uh, kind of like big brother, big sister in a way. That's exactly right. Uh, 
they kind of we kind of grew up a little bit together but i was real far behind and they always took me in under the wing and i we're family we're family but then there's the other rob who's playing the mysterious stranger so mysterious that i don't even know anything about this character of yours why don't you explain it rob Gladly. I'm Rob Pontius, a.k.a. Silent Infinity of Order the Ember Die, a No Direction blogger, and now happy to be joining the World of Combat Extinction Curse game. I'll be playing Oteron, and they're a traveler of sorts, rather knowledgeable. While I'll be playing the witch class, they consider themselves more a student of the occult. Someone who's learned the power of intention, uh, manifested thought, and emotion. They favor sitting in the shadows and perhaps chatting a bit with the raven that they keep beside them. They're going to be new to the Circus of Wayward Wonders, having recently met the group um, some months ago and slowly developing some friendship with the group, but also happy to help the circus in its endeavors Especially in, you know, minor crafts, fixing the needs around wagons and tents and helping support the main acts as they continue. What will ultimately come of their abilities and what they do for the circus will, well, we'll see. A lot depends on their growth and what they discover about themselves and what others discover about Atoran as well. So I wanted to give a little bit of a background of the actual podcast, of what we're going to be playing, of the actual system, for those who are new to Pathfinder. So we're going to be playing a role-playing game system called Pathfinder, Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Uh, those of you who have been listening to our other podcast, the Fall of Plague Stone, you're probably very familiar with this system. But unlike the Fall of Plague Stone, this is an adventure path, and this adventure path the characters start at level one and they go all the way up to level 20. How that's going to work out, I hope it works out well. It also is cool just to see like really high level spells. I mean, eventually we can get up to 10th level spells. Who doesn't want to see a 10th level spell? Everyone wants to see a 10th level spell. And incredibly amazing powers. Monks are basically immortal gods when they get up to 20th level. It's, it's going to be awesome. I, I'm very curious to see how this goes. How we're going to be organizing the podcast is very much like a television show in the sense that there's six books in the adventure path. And we're going to be starting with book one, The Show Must Go On. And we're going to treat each book kind of like a season. This way you can sort of jump in if you just want to listen to, you know, one season or two seasons, you can. And we're going to have each book and season more or less standalone in the sense that there's going to be a beginning, middle, and end. And then something I do, I do this in the Dead Suns podcast, is that at the beginning of each season or each book, I'm going to have a recap of what happened before. So when we have 100 plus episodes, you don't have to listen to all the prior episodes. You can just jump in the middle. And we're going to actually make that a big part of the episode structure. So you're going to very easily be able to find the seasons and to find the episodes. So if you're listening to this, Years after we recorded this, you'll understand how this is structured. As you just heard, our adventure puts the heroes in the role of leaders of a traveling circus. And over the course of the adventure, they're going to be traveling across the Isle of Erend and the Isle of Cortos, seeking larger and more lucrative venues. 
in the very beginning, they are running a brand new circus. It's called the Circus of Wayward Wonders. And they're going to have to do roles such as promoting the circus, placing advertisements, managing the circus, the confections, the merchandise, upgrading the circus venue, you know, getting better tents, getting better benches, having better security. And of course, they need to manage the acts and perform in the circus itself. So one thing that's cool about this adventure path is that the circus element, you can have it in the background or you can have the circus front and center. And for us, at least for book one, we're putting the circus front and center. I think that's one of the cool aspects about this. Everyone wants to join the circus. Everyone wants to be in the circus. There's a lot of mechanics that were created for Pathfinder for running a circus. So we're going to go all into it. And our characters will have to help manage the acts. They'll be performing in the circus. But they're actually, you have to go around and hire new acts. The circus starts off with, well, our PCs. Some of will perform. Some might just help out in the background. And then there's other acts that start off in the circus as well. And they're going to have to manage them because, of course, it wouldn't be fun if uh, everything always went as planned. Random things occurred during the circus. And PCs won't always be available. They're going to have to take care of uh, problems that occurred during an act. So it's, uh, it's not just putting on an act and calling it a day. They actually have to perform. They actually have to deal with problems maybe there's some scalpers going around maybe there's somebody selling counterfeit goods maybe there's someone spiking the drinks and getting people sick there's a lot of things that occurred during a circus so that's going to be a large part of this adventure but of course, it wouldn't be a Pathfinder or Roll for Combat if there isn't combat. And this is a role-playing game, so of course there's going to be combat. And there's going to be this side thing where, you know, they have to save the world. Because don't you always have to be saving the world in Pathfinder and these adventure paths? Of course you do. So that's not going anywhere. One thing I'm going to note, though, is that a lot of these adventure paths, I find that they sometimes get a little let's just say heavy in the combat i want to emphasize the role playing and the circus aspect a lot more than the combat aspect trust me there's going to be plenty of combat and it's going to be plenty challenging but if i feel that some of these modules are padded because they need extra experience to get them up to the next level i'm probably going to adjust it here and there just to make it more you know manageable for you to listen to because not everyone wants to listen to a month of combat you definitely want to hear more character development and circus elements than just you know fighting over and over and over again but don't worry there's going to be plenty of combat this is pathfinder after all one other thing i just wanted to mention for those of you new to pathfinder it takes place in this world of galarian and there's tons of documentation both online and in book format about the world Pathfinder's been around for about 12 years now, so you can find a huge amount if you want to look this up. One interesting thing, though, is that it's taking place on the Isle of Cortos, that is home of Absalon, which is the largest and oldest city in the Inner Sea region. It's home to over 300,000 inhabitants, and this city has over a 5,000-year history. However... They will never go to that city. I'm telling you that right now because a lot of adventures take place in Absalon. Absalon has been heavily explored over the last couple of years of Pathfinder. There's actually another adventure path that's coming out later this year where people are going to be playing cops in Absalon. So this takes place everywhere else. 
It takes place in the Isle of Cortos, which is where Absalon resides. And this is the funny thing. In 12 years, they've never explored the Isle of Cortos. No one knows anything about it other than there's some centaurs on it. And that's about it. There's been almost no adventures, no society games, very little. So we're going to find out all about this Isle of Cortos and the Isle of Erin, which is where they start off. So even if you're a longtime Pathfinder player, this will all be new to you because it just hasn't been explored before. They actually are going to be starting off not on the Isle of Cortos. They're going to be starting off in the Isle of Erin. Erin is a really small island to the north, and this was a place that was set apart from the domain of mortals. It's actually been said that the Isle of Erin holds more secrets than all the volumes of the Pathfinder Chronicles combined. It's covered with forests, and within the forest there's hundreds if not thousands of tombs and monoliths, each holding unknown discoveries and horrors. And I presume that will never, ever come up. I wouldn't really worry about that, you know. You're just on this aisle of mystery. I'm sure the circus would be totally fine. You don't need to worry about any of that. This adventure will start off in this tiny, tiny town of Aberton. It's a settlement of less than a thousand farmers, ranchers, and artisans. It's the perfect location for the adventures to introduce their circus to the world. They start off as a brand new circus, and they've been spending the last couple of months performing for homesteaders and farmers and they've been getting the circus ready because they ran away from another circus to join this circus so they didn't just run away to join the circus they ran away from a circus to join another circus which i find fantastic and this brand new circus this is the first show we're going to be opening up the podcast and the adventure with them performing the night of the performance of the first show in the town of Aberton. We're going to pick up episode one of them getting ready to perform. And I'm sure everything's going to go perfectly fine. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. So we should call the podcast uh, Roll for Hugs because, you know, there's not going to be any danger or fights. It's just going to be no fights, no danger. There might be mock fights, sure, but, you know, no real danger. It's just, you know, it's uh, managing a circus, the podcast. Yeah, of course. No monstery creatures. It's Pathfinder. There's going to be fights. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. It's going to be a bunch of pals palling around, being pals in a fantasy world of pals and hugs. Hugs sound very threatening to Ataron, so be warned. Uh-oh. So then it's roll for combat for you. It won't last long, trust me. Try to dodge my hugs. You can't. I'm an area of effect hugger. So that was a lot of information dump. There's not going to be a quiz afterwards. I just wanted to give everyone an overview of what the podcast and what the adventure is going to be and how it's going to be organized. And for those of you new to Pathfinder and World of Galarian, you can look all this up. All you need to know is that they're on an island and they're on a little island so it's like two islands there's a little island and then littler island and they're on the littler island and they're in the little town of the little island so they start off as level one adventurers in the tiniest place possible and then i guess we'll find out where they go from there so i want to ask everyone why is everyone so tall in this podcast 
not in real life. Well, in real life, too. Everyone is incredibly tall. Uh, I'm by far the shortest one of all of you. But it's like every one of your character is six foot something except for, I think, Hap. Larger than life is a thing. Well, a couple of us are elven, and they're pretty tall, or half elven anyway. And uh, I don't know, Alhara's only, what, 5'6"? Oh, you're only 5'6"? I thought she was 6'6". Six six. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, okay. Acheron is tall. Yeah, they're really tall. Yeah, Acheron is 6'6". Six six. It's actually the first time I've ever played a character that is taller than I. And Darius is like 6'10", six 6'11", six something like that? Something like that, yep. How tall is Hap? Hap's 5'2". She's still a kid. Oh, that's right. So she could just be picked up by Darius and like thrown around like a football. That's going to be fun. Ooh, hap special. That's one of my favorite activities (laughs) with with my big brother. Yeah, throw her up in the air very, very high catcher. Throw in water when we we go swimming. I don't like when you throw me in water. Oh, yeah. So we should, we should, we should make it clear that uh, Darius and Alhara are half elves. Mm -hmm. I may not have mentioned that I was as well. Uh, Specifically the top half, I think. Yes, mostly. it's the ears. It's the ears. Like I'm, I'm half elf down the middle. <laughs> what? So I have one half. The right half is elf. The left half is not. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought you meant that it was like a quarter of a human, then a nice half stripe of elf in the center, and then another quarter oh, on the other side. I might be like a swirl. Just every inch is elf. It alternates elf human, elf human. Okay, I think this is too much information. So I'm just kind of surprised no one played like a lizard folk or a goblin or I Wait, thought we those might were on go the table. Crazy. Yeah, you could play anything. You could have been that. Hold on, we have to redo everything. I have to recreate my character. I'm now Darius, the lizard folk twins. Too late. The artwork's already been created. Too oh, late. well, just color it, <laughs> color it green. Ooh, could be a leshy. <laughs> yeah, you could have. I mean, we had all those. It could have been. It could have been some crazy stuff. But human half elf had to go that way again. But that's okay. That's okay. No problems with that. I thought about being a goblin pyromancer, but I thought half as she is is just a little bit cuter. But you are playing kind of a kid, a fifteen-year-old kid, which actually in the world of Pathfinder is an adult. So you are a young adult. We'll call you. Yes. Now, here's your bucket of mead. I've got that teenage attitude. Watch out. Explains why she's so good at intimidate. Well, you know, that and the fire, it helps. Oh, right. Yeah, fire from your fingertips, that should, certainly helps, yeah. Please don't make her angry. Actually, that's going to be funny. You're like the shortest, youngest one in the party. You're the scariest one by far. And I'll wear all that thick black makeup for during the act to really, to really accent that scariness. Ooh, I like it. Like the little uh, ring, the girl from the ring. Yes. Feed your anger. Mm-hmm. So that's something else I didn't really talk about. I kind of want to save that for the game, is that each of you has an act that you perform. And this actually has mechanics where you actually have to roll, and you can either do really, really well and have like critical successes, and then you build anticipation, or you can fail, or you could critically fail, <laughs> like, oh, accidentally set yourself on fire, or who knows? There's a lot of horrible things that can happen, because it's a circus. Hey, bad things could occur. But we'll save that for the show, where everyone will actually listen to you describe your acts. And one cool thing is, your acts will change and grow and adjust over time. So it's not just like one act. As you level up, your acts also level up and become 
larger and more complex. Cool. Mine will remain absolutely simple. No secrets, no details. Don't don't even question it. Just just accept it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think the acts are really fun. I look forward to coming up with a bunch of different types of things that I could possibly do. I think that's neat. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to weave in magic over time and the different things that Adoran will be able to do with it, especially as it grows and there's more capabilities and you get to add trick traits. I'm just trying to figure out what I can do with only level one spells right now. Uh, poof, fire? Huh? You got fire. You got fire. You can do things. You have... You, heck, you can use level zero spells for your act, I presume. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely lead with with level zero spells. I think it'll be cool, and then as you get better, you can get better, more powerful spells and incorporate those into your act to really wow the audience. I think it's gonna be really fun. I can't wait to throw a fireball into the audience. Oh my gosh, not into the audience! We need them alive to pay the tickets! That will definitely reduce anticipation. Yeah, but think about the excitement of it. For the remaining survivors, anyway. So, you guys excited to play extinction curse it's quite it's gonna be quite a uh quite a commitment it's uh gonna be playing with each other for quite a long time you're gonna have to not only that you're all like brothers and sisters and siblings so it's uh it's a real commitment it's it's not just if someone (laughs) dies it's like wow this this is yeah this is gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting uh, podcast what you're saying is i shouldn't grow too attached to them what I'm saying is that <laughs> brother and sister doesn't have to be blood related. You could always just be, uh, well, you know, I, I got to look up the resurrection rules. I believe they're not too bad in Pathfinder, right? Mm, there's many ways to come back. Death is only the beginning. It's never really come up, but I do have contingency plans if people die. Let's put it to you that way. The only time it kind of came up was in Dead Sons when Rusty Carter kind of died, but that was because the rules were a little messed up. And to thwart that, he became undead. And if anything, it just made his character cooler and stronger and more awesome throughout the course of that campaign. You know, I do like the classics, so one of you might become a little undead. We'll find out. Oh, no. Yikes. It's going to be Hap. It's totally going to be Hap. Oh, I hope not. Creepy little undead girl. I will go full the ring if that happens. I knew it. I knew it. All right, now I'm, psyched. Now I'm psyched for it. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm, I'm worried. Yeah. I think O'Hara is going to have to protect Hap no matter what happens just to prevent that from happening. Yeah, there's going to be... Wow, there's going to be a lot of drama already. The only one is Atron. Atron's sort of the wild card, but I'm sure Atron will fall into place and become one of the merry men or merry women or merry them. I'm excited to befriend Ataran because that seems like a goal that Darius would pursue. Like, everyone likes me. Why doesn't she? This is terrible. They. 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 Oh, why, does it, why don't they? I apologize. No, it's it's good. Uh, I think it's good to think Practice about. now. Get it all out. Mm. Ataran, I will befriend with Ataran. Good luck. If my name isn't Darius Varus. I love it. I love it. I'll say it's very different for me also with Atron. I've never played a character that's not usually, if not gregarious and friendly like Darius, at least more typical. The fact that Atron's a little mm, suspicious, avoidant, unfriendly, whatever it is sometimes, 
that's new for me. And based on my background um, for Ateron and what I've planned up and then what I've talked to each of you about, I'm really excited to see that play out in character as well as evolve with the story in the game. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, just hope uh, they live past the first book. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sad if Ateron just bites it really quick. <laughs> Well, I did look up Resurrection, and it's only 75 gold pieces times the character level up to 10th level. And after that, it starts getting more expensive. But it's not horribly expensive? Well, let me tell you, there's a lot of members of the circus. We'll just pick another one at random. There you go. All right, I'll start designing my backup character now. Maybe Ataron can just put you in their cauldron and, you know, make some gummy berry juice and see what comes out. Well, with that, I think we should wrap up our episode zero, where you get to find out a little bit about the show and what to expect and hear a little bit about everyone's characters. As I said, when we start episode one, we're going to be starting off the very first night of the show, and I'm sure nothing's going to go wrong. I mean, probably. Nothing's going to go wrong. It's our first big show. What could possibly go wrong? Absolutely nothing. The whole podcast, I'm going to spoil it now. You're basically going to show up. You're going to make some rolls. You're going to succeed or fail. And there you go. Level two. Done. I am suspicious of everything you say. I'm sure. Don't worry about it. It's it's going to be really straightforward. And if you believe that, then I got a bridge to sell you. Anyhow, with that... I will see everyone in episode one. Woo! Thanks, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So cool. The show must go on. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat! Until next week, always remember that in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, anyone can be the healer now. I'm looking at you, fighter.